Hey, what's up guys? This is Kale um, here with Myra and Comeback Sandy today as our special guest. So yeah, we're going to be talking about all kinds of stuff. I guess just to kick it off, Sandy, how did you get started in music or like how long have you been doing that? Because I know that's probably what we're going to talk about a lot today. Sure. But when did you discover that that was your path? I know you mentioned something just before we started filming. When you were in college, you kind of realized like, oh, I'm supposed to be a musical artist. But could you tell us more about that path? Yeah, sure. So the first time I ever, I guess, rapped was in the seventh grade. Okay. I was 13 years old. I made up my first little song when I was probably 12 years old. Nice. Um, and uh, I had done the talent show every single year um, leading up until I was a seventh grader. I was like, I should do something different because I had danced my whole life. Okay. I should do something different. So I wrote yeah. a little song and uh, it was a holiday rap. So it was like all your favorite Christmas and holiday stories. And I just rapped about them. Nice. Uh, but I forgot the lyrics about two thirds of the way through the song oh. and everyone starts like doing like I was so scared I was this little like 13 year old like <laughs> in the whole middle school damn this is incarnate yes this uh, is incarnate okay okay um the whole middle school just starts doing like the slow clap and I could not remember the lyrics and finally like I, I remembered them, but I was so yeah. embarrassed that I wanted to go home that day. Oh, asked man. asked my teacher if I could go home, but they wouldn't let me. But then I decided to, I needed to redeem myself. Yeah. And I uh, met up with a couple of friends and we all did a little act together. And nice. I was able to get through it and it, it was way more successful than the first one because I had to prove that I could do it. And then from then on, I just did an act I made up a new song each oops, each talent show or each uh, show that we had. And that was like a yearly thing, like a, yeah, it was. It was usually twice regular? a year we did twice something. Cool. So I usually did it twice a year. So that's kind of where I got started because I loved poetry growing up in mm -hmm. elementary school. I would always write poems and uh, just loved uh, playing with words. And, you have any uh, favorite nice. poets? You know, I. I guess I'm not as into poetry mm -hmm. as so, but I always just remember Shel Silverstein. I was gonna say Shel that's kind of like who I grew grew up that's reading. Um, but honestly, I'm not that knowledgeable about poetry. I just knew that I liked writing it. Yeah, so. you like the way the words sounded. Right, exactly. And yeah. so, like, oh, yeah. fast forward, you go to college and. Mm -hmm. And then what happened there? Um, so I thought I was going to be a doctor. I actually just did an Instagram post about it today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's funny that we were just talking about this. thought I was going to be a doctor. Um, I kept writing. My sophomore year, I shared it with some friends, and they were like, That's, we like this. Like, mm -hmm. this is kind of cool. Like, maybe you should do this. So I just um, was encouraged by them to continue to write, and I really didn't do a lot with it those next two years. I was being wild and crazy and just, like, finding myself. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then my senior year, it was just like I had a moment of like, I need to do something with this. Like, I need to change my life and uh, just become a better person. And so I just uh, posted on my door a sign that said, I am come back, Sandy. Nice. <laughs> I couldn't, Wait, was, on your dorm door? Uh, oh, so I lived in a house at this okay. point. This is my okay. senior year. Yeah, okay. And um, so we were able to live off campus. And so why come back, Sandy? Um, so it means come back to my deeper self because I feel mm -hmm. like I had strayed away from that. Mm -hmm. 
um, and come back to the present moment. Very nice. So that's kind of where it comes from. A lot of people think it's like one word, like come back, Sandy, which yeah. I guess you could kind of think of it like that too. It's a comeback. Right. Yeah. Don't call See, it a comeback. I mean, you could think of it like that, but yeah. it is just three words, come back, Sandy. Okay. Um, so I posted that on my door and I started to believe it. And then I started to, I moved to Omaha. Yeah. Started to perform at the open mics and got a lot of encouragement and gotten an encouragement in different places too. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just started to believe in myself over time. How long have you been in Omaha? I've been in Omaha for two and a half years now. Nice. Yep. Okay. I moved, I think it was, it's almost three years. It's getting close to three years, actually. Gotcha. And who was like the first artist from Omaha that you collaborated with? Uh, the uh, The first artist I collaborated with, well, ooh, that's a great question. The first person I like sat down and probably like dinked around with, not seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I met Jocelyn at an open mic. Oh, she plays guitar, right? Yep. Yeah, plays she's guitar super, and sings, super talented. and she plays piano a little bit too. Um, I met her at an open mic, and we just instantly were like, "Yes, nice, that's awesome." Um, because it was cool because her our styles are so different. Um. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think she was probably the first person I even really performed for in Omaha. Yeah. Because she was, we walked outside and she was like, she started playing and she's like, okay, go. So I was like, okay. <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, I think it that was her. That is awesome. That's, that's cool. I kind of forgot about that. So I ran into her at, um, it was Culture House. It was like their grand opening. I think she was oh, playing. nice. Yeah, she played a little of that. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. And I met you at, at Culture House, yes, too, so that's yep. pretty funny. That's right. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. What other places cool. besides Culture House do you go to? Uh, the Down Under, for sure. Mm. Shout out to Allie Peeler. Open mic Wednesday nights. Oh. <laughs> um, Down Under. I've been over to uh, Hardy Coffee. They have that open mic. I've, mm. I think I've only done that one a couple of times, but I've gone and watched a few times, mm. too. Uh, they have one at uh, um, Broke Down Palace. Broke Down oh, Palace. Okay. It's a cool place. Yeah. So they do open mics. That sounds cool. Uh, Randall Gruber runs that one. Okay. So I've uh, done that one. And then I've played at other places um, for different people like uh, the B Bar. So just like different bars. Some of the bars in in Benson too. Mm. Um I've gotten to do Reverb Lounge. That was cool. Got That's to open cool. up Reverb for Jay cool. Crum there. That was awesome. Um, so, yeah, and then just, like, other small bars and locations mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Got to do Outer Spaces, a show at Outer Spaces. Oh, yeah. I performed at Culture House for their open mic. Shout out MRC8s. Maybe you said Culture <laughs> yeah. House at first. I don't remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, those are some of the places I've gotten to to be around town. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, you've been uh down to open mic at Culture House as well. What did mm-hmm. you, what did you think, Myra? Of like just the vibe. What did you vibe? think of the vibe? Yeah. It's great, honestly. It's right. really I think people are I'm I'm learning how to play the ukulele. So I I saw that you have a ukulele yes, I too. Do. Um and I was like I feel like I would be like have so much support if I went even if I had like one song, you know what I mean? Like yeah. going there it just feels like super home like, family like. It's just everyone encourages it everyone. No judgment. 
Right. It's really cool. I think that is super impressive about that place is just like anybody can get up on stage and people are going to like pay attention to them and mm-hmm. listen to them. So mm-hmm. it's been nice. Yeah. That's why our music community is so special. Yeah. Yeah. Because we do encourage each other and we truly do want to see each other succeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can just feel it from everybody. We really, we just want to be up there doing our thing and, mm-hmm. and people support it. They go out to watch and. I've heard of open mics in other places where you like get booed and mm. people are like rude, which is fine, Gosh. whatever. It's like if you want to put yourself in that kind of environment. But like when you're getting up there with a new song, having to express your inner soul to people, like yeah. you don't and want to get some- the lyrics right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. There's a lot of pressure. Yeah. yeah, you don't want someone to be like, this sucks because mm-hmm. you know what? That's not cool. No. Like, we need to encourage each other, and yeah. that's what the open mics, I think, in, in yeah. Omaha do. And I think it just creates an opportunity for, like, creating a good amount, a good, healthy, like, conversation. Like, hey, I really like that. Like, have you thought about this? And then, like, yeah. feeding off of each other constructive criticism, you know, versus just, like, p- pushing each other down or, you know, exactly. some of those negative environments. Exactly. I've seen artists do that too. They're like, you know, hey, this is really cool. Maybe you could try doing this next Mm -hmm. time. Oh, I know someone who would sound really good with you. Mm -hmm. Maybe they could play while you sing, like stuff like that. That's something we've kind of liked about this podcast too, is Mm -hmm. we have different people on and sometimes we see those connections where it's like, well, you could probably work with this person and that would be dope. So yeah. And in any sense, I mean, we've talked to people who are like acrylic painters or who paint or draw or whatever and like you never know who you could meet like and just create something new and something cool like for maybe cover art or anything like that so Mm -hmm. yeah I did want to call back to something you said earlier about um so like when you first performed and you bombed yeah essentially Mm -hmm. um I like I bombed before like it didn't really happen to me until I got to college like in high school and stuff, because I did lots of plays and like musicals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I would like have my lyrics down and everything. And it like, it's almost like the pressure of being in front of a crowd would always make me like do really well. Mm-hmm. Like having that stress, I, I would always do just extraordinarily well. Then I got to college and like I wasn't focusing as much on that stuff. And so I totally bombed and like know how that feels. And yeah. it's like one of the most terrifying feelings. So like, yeah. I think that's huge just being able to bounce back from that oh, yeah. and just be like, no, nah, I don't care. Like, yeah, I, I messed that up that one time, but like, I'm going to do even better this time yeah. or whatever. And it can be pretty so. discouraging. So like the fact that that happened to you at such a young age and you're still here, like still grinding, that's awesome. It says a lot about like your, men- your mentality about what you do. So that's Thank you. great. Yeah. yeah. I think my mom kind of instilled resilience that's awesome. within me. You know, when, when the going gets tough, the tough get going is what she mm-hmm. always says. And I've always remembered that. So, yeah, yeah, it was hard um, to get back up there and try it again. Um, But when you've got even just like one person to support you, even if that's yourself and there's somebody encouraging you, like that's all you really need. Yeah. is like one person, that voice in the or the voice in the back of your head saying like, you can do this, like keep going, try again, get up. So, yeah, um, that it takes practice, though. For it's sure. like I go in and out of being good at that. Sometimes yeah. I get down on myself. Yeah, we all do. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. it's hard. But. Yeah, so I want to talk a little bit about your lyrics. A lot of them are very, like, deep and insightful. Um, and I just want to know, like, what, what draws, like, 
what what does your inspiration come from like what yeah. where do you draw inspiration from I guess yeah um I draw it from experience for sure so just things that I've gone through um I really love psychology which I studied I love philosophy. I took some philosophy mm-hmm. in school. I love philosophy. Um, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I'll listen to philosophers speak on YouTube and I'll nice. get an idea and then I'll write a whole song about it. That's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. From my friends' experiences too, it's not always mm-hmm. mine or something I might see on the news. Yeah. So sometimes I write about society and how yep. I feel about it and like where I feel like my place kind of is within that. Mm. Um, and then a lot of it's just drawn from – just from the the soul, I guess, is what it is. Yeah. Just a just a place of like You're coming back. I don't fact, even know yeah. how to say it. It's just like a place, a deep place. It's like know? a spiritual place. Well yeah. I'd say so. Yeah. 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 And but how I, about like your like music inspirations, you like other artists? Sure. Um, Kid Cuddy. I always mm. have to say Kid Cuddy. <laughs> I love Adele. Oh, man, Kid Cudi and Adele. That is an interesting mix. Yeah, and I like... uh, But she does get, like, super deep and Yeah, she gets deep in in that sense, in, like, relationships and love, which I also write about, Mm -hmm. which you'll get to hear. Oh, I remember listening. The first song I heard that you did was... I don't know what it's called. Maybe like called Lucy or something Oh, yeah. I love that song. You performed that one at the open mic that I went to. Lucy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. It is a good one. Yeah, so I do talk about love, especially what I've been writing now over the past several months. There's a lot of love songs. Oh. So I have a lot of them. It's just they're yeah. yet to be released, but they are. Yeah. They will be here soon. And I know month. I asked you this before, but could you describe again like what you would say like your style is? Or yeah. your... I would say like this project, Comeback Sandy, is probably alternative hip-hop. Um. That's probably the best way I would describe it. Mm. Um, but the music I'm making now, I would say blues, pop. I'm trying to implement a little bit of folk into it. It's got a rock vibe sometimes. Because mm-hmm. I like like Janis Joplin and yeah. Jimi Hendrix. I like Stevie Nicks, who kind of has that a little bit of rock in there. Yeah. Well, I guess, Yeah. So those are some of my the people I look up to, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's just such a mix. Yeah, like just everybody mix. that you've named <laughs> named so far has been like. Yeah, I love EDM. <laughs> okay. Too. Hell yeah. So it's like I love EDM so much. I've there's been um. Just you know Porter Robinson at all? Uh, I don't think so. No, you should but, listen to him. Okay. He'd probably be into his stuff. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a lot of like really melancholy like, kind of uh. I guess it'd be, yeah, it's EDM. He's gotten a lot more poppy recently, but. Okay. Yeah. Or Maddion. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of him? Mm-hmm. Oh. Send him to me. Yeah, <laughs> I will for sure. I'm always down to listen to new artists. Oh, yeah. You, I think you'll dig it. it. Well, and it's not like your typical, like, you know, regular beat EDM, but kind of like more melodic, really, like really beautiful stuff, really cool. meaningful lyrics. So. I like that. It's oh, like, yeah. um, like Avicii. And yeah, that stuff. Yeah, kind of like that. I was inspired to create a produce an EDM song. Yeah, because it was inspired by because I watched a documentary. Oh yeah. And then I created a which documentary? Man, Avicii. Yeah, it's the Avicii documentary. I don't know yeah. what. Do you what know about him? The documentary's yeah, called. I seen it. 
but it's on I think Netflix. Okay. It's good. it's a good one. Yeah. But yeah, rest his soul. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's yeah. that's sad. But yeah, he's an amazing, just amazing at putting together melodies and definitely overlaying them in a way that just like makes you wanna like it just makes you feel something. Mm-hmm. You a Mac fan? Mac yeah definitely i'm not i was never a huge mm-hmm. huge fan i'm not gonna be like I was, yeah. but yeah much a lot of respect for mac yeah. miller for sure a lot I of respect his lyrics me too i feel like he was very he put it out there mm-hmm. definitely. he put out there what he was feeling and i think that's so important a lot of people could relate to that and that's why he had that strong fan base mm-hmm. that he mm-hmm. had for years and years so still has yeah yeah, yeah. rest yeah. his soul too yeah mm-hmm. definitely Two two amazing artists. That's right. I know Avicii. I think when he passed away, too, had like hundreds of tracks. I'm I'm sure, like just no, being a producer and like even just having what I have, that's not really published. Like, I can't imagine how much music some of these really popular and very successful artists mm-hmm. like how much music they had. Mm-hmm. Him and then like Mac. You know, Mac had his new album that came out. Yep, that's great. Um, I thought it was good. I didn't like it as much as. Uh, was the last one swimming? Was that what it, I think that's what it was called? Mm-hmm. His last one before, before he died. Mm-hmm. That's a freaking good album. Yeah, it's really sad, especially in hindsight. With yeah, him, for sure. Yeah, it's always it's always such a bummer when we have our influences pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're the people that we look up to, and, yeah. and the, the people that kind of guide us, you yeah. know, in those times, and yeah. that we relate to. So, it's always it's always hard to to lose those yeah. influences, um, but it's very cool that their spirit and memory lives on through their mm-hmm. music, That's and true. it's still going. You know, yeah. like he put, he, you know, he's got that album out. And like, yeah, I always just hope that that's the message that is like continued to pass because kids who look up to these artists, you know, will will know what they did, you know, mm-hmm. and know that they struggled mentally. And if those kids are struggling too, they might, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But I think the bigger message is like seek help and find opportunities to express yourself right. honestly. Yes. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when someone's calling out, help them, mm-hmm. you know. And just be a good person. Be yeah. kind. Yeah, be kind. Yeah. Think about others mm-hmm. and how – and. Maybe try to see their, see things from their perspective every once in a while. Yeah. And so, okay, as a psychology major, mm-hmm. what do you think can be done? Like, let's just talk in our community in Omaha mm. to promote, like, healthy mental yeah. awareness. What do you think should be done? Yeah, I really think mindfulness practice. And I think it truly starts with our teachers. Mm. I think that if teachers were required to go through um, mindfulness studies, so like um, things like meditation and just being emotionally intelligent, things like that, Mm -hmm. um, I think that would be the first step. And then also like implementing it in schools, Mm -hmm. them from, like I saw, I saw something that, and I think this is, you know, I draw a lot of what I know from everything else. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not original stuff. You know, I'm always just like. You're observing. Uh, yeah, observing and understanding and like connecting the pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, they were like, one, this this thing on Facebook said they sent, their, instead of sending their kids to detention, they had to meditate yeah. and they saw mm-hmm. amazing results. It's things like that, you mm-hmm. know. I heard that. Something, heard that same thing. you know, and there's lots of studies that show that meditation works and it helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It helps people. Um, 
but there's so many things that you can do to be more mentally healthy and it's like physically healthy Mm -hmm. everything emotionally healthy it all connects it all connects so i think there's so many things that can be done but it starts with the individual Mm -hmm. but how how does it start with an individual if their parents didn't teach them how to do it? Right. So we got to teach them how to yep. do it, and, yeah. you know, and yeah. it takes the people who went through it on their own and had to figure it out themselves right. to be like, I want to give this back to the children mm-hmm. so then they can, they can teach their children, yeah. you know, so. I think in a lot of that is like voting for people who are mm-hmm. going to invest in these types yes, you're of smart. activities. Yes, exactly. And, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And this type of, I don't know, we all need it. We all need that nourishment and mm-hmm. just something simple like starting every school day with like meditation. Yeah. So five minutes, 10 minutes. Five, 10 minutes. That's yeah. all you need. It's five, 10 minutes. And then just somebody who knows how to take somebody through that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Easy. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't hurt a thing, I don't think. Right. No. Yeah. So. I'd say it's only being a good thing. Yeah, I think meditation is huge. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, probably people having open minds too, to a lot of these things to like want to try them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like if you go to, cause I think also connection between parents and their children to like growing up, I think that's huge. I think in the society we live in too often, we're very fast paced. We're very mm-hmm. individualized to the point of like this whole life is about me. Right. And I'm the main character. And so, uh, everybody around me should, you know, act accordingly but that's just i mean that's how if everybody thinks that way then we're not really ever going to get anywhere because we're all just struggling alone in the dark so yeah definitely like being more open-minded i think to helping your kids to things like meditation in schools and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um and then helping people like you said sandy being a good listener like it's simple things you know very small things super small things that you can do every day yeah to become mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually healthy. Well, and I remember hearing something about addiction in that people who are more disconnected from society are more susceptible to addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and yeah, I think that, and, mm-hmm. and that could be as simple, that doesn't need to necessarily be like hard drugs or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like that could just be your like social media obsession. Yeah. You're like, mm-hmm. man, life sucks. So I'm just going to stare at my phone mm-hmm. for a while because, you know, I get to see some place across the world or whatever, and it makes me feel a little better. So having that connection in person. Yeah, I think so too. That's the crazy thing about social media. And it's like brings us together, but can Mm -hmm. tear us apart at the same time. But that's any extreme. So it's about finding that, that balance with being, knowing how to use it and how much to use it. And how have you been able to use it with like your work? And yeah. So I have like this weird, like I'm getting better, but I have a weird fear of social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm getting better at it though. Um, that's good. I use it to, to show people my experience and that's what I've like gotten or that's what I understand more and more now. Thanks to mm-hmm. Gary V. Oh. I think he's pretty cool dude. Gary V. Yeah. Pretty cool dude. Um, pretty inspirational. Yeah, he is. Um, but yeah, uh, just post things that I believe in mm-hmm. and, uh, whether it's something encouraging, like sometimes on my stories, you know, just eat and say, like, keep going, you can do it, you know, because mm-hmm. I truly believe that. Um, or I'll just say a stupid story about my life and, you know, because I just... Someone might be able to relate. Right. I, that's all it is about. 
it's about others relating and us coming together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's all it's about really for me is just making sure people don't feel alone because they're not. Mm-hmm. You know, there's somebody out there to help. And so I just like to be a little reminder and it helps on social media, just a little reminder like, hey, yeah, like it's, it's okay. It's going to yeah. be okay. You keep going. You're going to yeah. make it. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who might want to like be able to post things like that, but feel like no one's gonna look at it. Mm. I didn't get enough likes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's the thing. That's the, that's the part I used to be so afraid of. Yeah. Oh yeah. I wouldn't post because I'm like I don't know if people are gonna like this. Yeah. They're gonna think I'm weird or what? Yeah. But I am weird, so the right. weirdos are gonna <laughs> like it. Yeah. The people who who need to see it are going to see it, and yeah. that's what's most important. Yeah. Doesn't matter, haters. Eh whatever they're gonna be there they're, yeah. yeah they're going to be there and that means you're probably doing your job because something's riling yeah. them up you know yeah so that's like uh if you build it they will come type of thing yeah you know yeah uh-huh. like whatever you put out in the world you're gonna attract those type of people exactly so yeah and it's not like you're ever going to have all seven or eight billion people i think it's getting closer to eight <laughs> Like uh, like you know. like you and your your page, you know? That's just yeah. not realistic. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. No. And they don't so, even all have Instagram. Exactly. So. Like not everyone in the world even has like a, you know a, phone. a smartphone. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like put yourself out to the people who are like you mm-hmm. and or the people who, you know, who do who wanna be like you, who wanna who have appreciate a, you. Yeah, who want to have the that extra uh encouragement. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's super important to remember. I still have to work on it a lot. Sometimes yeah. I get scared to post things still. So mm-hmm. I'm still working. You just got to do it. Yep. Do I'm... something that scares you every day. Yes. Post something on social Ooh. media. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's something like I posted something recently. I, it was just like a drawing that I've been working on. And my dad texted me. He's like, what is that? It's <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I just felt like making yeah. this. Yeah. So I thought, I, yeah, I think putting yourself out there too, like it you're being honest and you're yeah. being authentic. Mm-hmm. And, and with I think, that, like sometimes the people we love or family or closest friends are the ones that we feel like the judgment the hardest mm-hmm. from. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's true. because sometimes that's just part of like the resistance of, of growing. It's yeah. like people, they want to see you happy, but they don't want to see you sad if you do, if you fail, you know what yeah. I mean? Well, they don't want to so see you, you change too much. Exactly. Either. And so mm-hmm. if you never really take that leap, if, you're yeah. being held back. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. I, yeah, I'm nervous to put because I'm putting this album out in a couple months here, month and a half. There's some things on there that like my fam, some of my family members are gonna be shocked. But I don't, you know, that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I'm excited it for it. <laughs> that's okay. I know they. I know deep down they're always going to love me. Mm-hmm. And I, I have my, I got my support system. So, not that it doesn't matter because I love all of my family a lot but Mm -hmm. i got the people that i know are gonna back me up Mm -hmm. no matter what yeah and that's what's most important those Mm -hmm. people yeah that is true it is really good to have those people in your life it is for sure one thing tyler and i my uh, my band member um we talk about um seek first to understand Mm -hmm. and then to be understood yeah i like that that's great. So, and that's, I don't know where that's from. That's like listening people. over. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. yeah. Listen first and then. And then talk. And then talk after. Yeah. 
That's great. So that's something that we're continuing working on. I feel like even like small interactions like mm-hmm. this, it's like this is really cool because now now when we see each other like out and about, mm-hmm. I feel like I've learned more about you two and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like this is cool. Like mm-hmm. I feel like just making small communities everywhere and I feel like you two are doing that by bringing people in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and the cool. broadcasting. We're doing our best. Yeah, we're doing our best. Um, That's what you just said is like every time I see um, Augie Kid, Dalamar. Every time I see Dalamar, I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. Like, it doesn't matter where I'm at. I'm just like, I know this is going to be good because there's Dalamar and Mm -hmm. I fucking love Dalamar. Me too. (laughs) So, yeah. Kid. Yeah. He's super awesome. I think the goal is to just have an energy that you carry like him that people are just like yeah, yeah like yeah. he's he's a great person to yeah. be around right you know? like i feel comfortable and safe safe yeah i can just be myself yeah Hell i've yeah. got to put on a put on too much of a show i think no. we're, we're always kind of putting on yeah. a little bit of a show it's true. it's true but that's what humans that's what we do as humans yeah. and it's entertaining but right <laughs> yeah so yeah. you yeah. can be more of yourself mm-hmm. around around people like you Delamar. Think, yeah exactly Cool. Well, this is, yeah, I love these collaborative opportunities because it's like I can put this out and then also like, that's like, you know, yeah. people are going to see your stuff and then click on your thing mm-hmm. and be like, oh, what's this oh, all about? Yeah. And that's why it's just such like a win-win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Podcasts it's... and interviews and mm-hmm. things like that are like super awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's cool that people in our community are doing them. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. I really yeah. appreciate it a lot. Of course. Thank really you. appreciate it. Yeah. That feels good. Yeah. yeah it made me feel good. super cool. Like this <laughs> made my day. So. You you made our day. Yeah. So. Thank you. Uh, so I guess one last question for you, Sandy. What do you have on the horizon? What do you have coming out? Yeah. So I have the new album. It's called For Example um, on all major platforms. So please check that out. I'm going to have little download cards too. So if you'd like a download card, I can get that to you. I can mail it to you. I can do whatever you want. Um, so you can have a little souvenir, uh, nice. but I'm working with 15. There are 15 other artists on the project, nice. wow. most from Omaha or Ooh. out of Omaha. Um, there's one in New York. So we're super excited to get to share this with you. Finally. That's dope. Um, we're really looking forward to it. Link in the bio. Yeah. Yeah. Check that out. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking with us. It was it was honestly really good. Thank you. Um, oh, yeah. And we want to shout out the Legal Immigration Center of Omaha for letting us use their space um, to thank collaborate so with Sandy today. So thanks. Shout out Jorge. Shout out Jorge.